Inside the Triangle, the Decker Truck Line Podcast. All right. <laughs> okay. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Triangle. I am your host, Darren Ladley, and today we're going to talk a little bit about a new program that's going to be unrolled here at Decker Truck Line. Um, so we're going to be talking to Tiffany Geeks. She is our, what is your title? Oh, it's a mouthful, Darren. It is the Vice President of Business Process and Technology. And the short version of it is basically I'm over everything that plugs into the wall, everything electronic, and then how everyone uses that item. Okay. All right. So what's what's your background? How did you get into this? Well, I actually kind of stumbled into it. Um, I like to say I'm a reformed driver manager. I actually started off dispatching drivers. Um, I had about 42 on my board. It was all flatbed, and I loved it, but I kind of had a knack for the technology that was going on, Um, and I just kind of grew into more technology and less dispatching, but in my heart of hearts, I still feel like I reformed to driver manager. So, How long long have you been in the trucking industry? I've been in the industry, oh gosh, 10 years now, 10 years going on 11. Okay. So a while. It's been a while. Long enough to see it change. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of changes just in the last 10 years. So, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So you've been at your current position here at Decker for how long? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. All right. And then, uh, so, but now you're actually out of our Des Moines office is where you work out of, correct? Yes, I um, spend the majority of my days in the Des Moines office, but I commute back and forth to Fort Dodge quite a bit. Um, of course, now with COVID, that's changed a little bit, but traditionally in a normal world, I'd be up and down to Fort Dodge several times a week. Okay. What does your typical day look like? Oh, I, that's a great question. Um, my day can vary from you know project management, like with the Geotab, which we're about to discuss, to fixing a dispatch, um, helping payroll, helping billing, helping a customer, or you know, creating a new business process internally to help make someone's life easier and more efficient, so they can do something else with their day in addition to what they're already currently doing. So it's pretty all-encompassing. Like I can worry about the server room one minute, worry about billing a customer the next, and then sending people home due to COVID <laughs> it's all in the same day. So that's a, that's a pretty wide expensive. Okay. Yeah. So well, the, the, yeah. you touched on it. The main reason that we're here today is to talk about the new program we're unrolling called Geotab. Um, That's right. So explain Geotab. I am familiar with Omnitrax. That was our, our system we're currently using. Um, I have no clue whatsoever what this Geotab is. So um, lay it out. Yeah. So I, perfect. Um so we've been on Omnitrax at Decker for, oh gosh, many, many, many years, if not even decades. Um, so this transition is pretty big for Decker, and we're just changing how we're measuring our ELDs, how the drivers are going to be logging their days. Um, but we're using it through a company called Geotab, but they're partnered with a company you're very familiar with, Darren, called Transflow. So we're basically growing our partnership with Transflow and using their ELD device, which is Geotab, um, kind of the, the short version of the story. Um, I don't know what questions you have on it, but it, it's basically moving away from Omni and going to Geotab, which is hosted on the Transflow platform. 
Okay. So I know some of the things that uh, we wanted to talk about was the ease of use. Um, yeah. What, how much easier is this going to be compared to what we do with Omnitrax? So I'm sure you're very familiar with Omnitrax. You have the macros and you have to go and hunt and pack, right? You know, I have to go find my arrived at shipper, my depart shipper, directions. Um, so I want to streamline all of that for the drivers because I think that's great. You know, the macros are great, but it's 2020 and the drivers have so many other things to worry about. We should really like prompt them and streamline that process. So not only are the hours of service super simple for the drivers to use, but now like their arrives and departs are basically a swipe right and a swipe left. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's one of the nice enhancements is so like you get to a shipper, you say I've arrived. When you're leaving, you swipe left to say you're departed. Fill out you know your reefer number, your reefer trailer number, your BOL, and like your weight, for example, and then away you go. Um, you don't have to go hunting and pecking for those macros and the system knows if you're at a shipper or not, we're going to add some geofencing into the program as well. So it's really just making it easier for the drivers. Okay. Explain what's geofencing. (laughs) Geofencing. I laugh because it's, it's a simple, but the execution of it on, on my side is a little more cumbersome. It's basically putting a fence around electronic fence around a site. So like the Fort Dodge office, um, we could put a fence around it. So all the corners that like a truck would break, like where the road would meet is where we would say, okay, this is a fence, a a digital fence. And when that driver breaks that fence, it will pop up and say, Hey, have you just arrived at Decker truck line in Fort Dodge? And you can confirm, yes, I'm here or nope, I'm leaving. Um, so we're going to work on adding some geofences around our major shippers and, and, um, consignees. Okay. So that way the drivers don't even have to say I'm arrived. They can just say, yep, I'm here. And yep, I'm leaving mm-hmm. or yep, I'm loaded, but I'm being detained. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about yeah. stability wise? I know uh, dealing with Qualcomm, um, a lot of times I've had a truck here. I, I, well, here about a month ago, I took a load. I just went to the Davenport and I come back and I must have had to reboot that thing at least Every 45 minutes, it would reboot itself while I was driving down the road. Why is that? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I wish I could tell you why that is. I think that was the primary driver for us to kind of start looking at what was in the marketplace. We were having drivers having all these rebooting issues. They were having to get through shops. They were having all this downtime. And really, that's not how Decker approaches business ever, right? We want to give the drivers a a, a piece of hardware that in it works. Um, so the devices are a lot more stable. The platform on the back end is all Android based versus the windows based that Omnitrax is. Um, and so the units are a lot, have that stability. And in addition to, because they're partnered with Transflow, if you had, if your tablet breaks for whatever reason, or you crack your screen, you can always use your cell phone and use that to help log your day. Okay. So not only do we take away the ability, like the need to go through a shop, but now you can do it any, like anywhere. If you're like, oh, this is crapping out on me. I'm having issues with it. You can pull out your smartphone, sign in, and away you can go. Okay, because that was what I actually stopped in, uh, on the way across here. I was talking to Dave Chapman, our head of training and or, or orientation over there. And, and I said, you know, I can just see now what happens if a driver breaks his tablet or he's at the truck stop, he has it with him, and he forgets to bring it with him. So they'll be able to integrate, oh, that's gone, now I can use my cell phone. 
That's right. Yep, that's exactly right. And another neat fact about the um, geotab, you know with Omnitrax, it's all you have to get in under the hood to switch everything out. You have to go through a shop to do that RMA process. Well, geotab is available at every truck stop. So if for whatever reason that logging device is buggy, you just stop at your next you know fuel stop, switch it out, send, put the package in, it automatically RMAs back to us, and you, you can log right away. So you don't have to come back to a shop for that as well. Wow, that should save a There's lot There's a time. lot more. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, driver's time is so valuable and so important. We don't need them being routed through a shop for every time they have an issue with that computer in the truck. They should be able to do a little bit of triage while they're on the road, don't you think? Yes, I agree. So, well, one thing I noticed, I watched a couple of the videos on it. Uh, so, on the one thing the ELDs does is that you can uh, get your time down to the minute. Uh, are you still going to be able yeah. to do that with this? Yes, you will be able to. It will count down for you, and I believe I don't. I think Omnitrax does it as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, it does. Um, yeah, but it will count down for you. the The hours of service rules are basically are essentially the same, right? Um, I think there's a little change in the yard moves, but not much. Okay. So, and this is yeah. now Omnitrax. How that's done through. Uh, satellite, I believe this is, so is there a different system uh, or a different way, I should say, of how it's being, the information being sent to the truck between uh, Omnitrax and Geotab? Yes. So Omnitrax uses their own proprietary satellites, and with Geotab, we're going to be using the Verizon network. Um, we found with our smart drive units that the network that they're on is not quite as stable as Verizon, so we made that decision when doing the purchasing process to go to Verizon because Mon Montana has some, some troubles with uh, T-Mobile and some other smaller vendors, so we wanted to make sure that that wasn't an issue for our, our West Fleet. Okay, and I'm a Verizon. I've used. I've had Verizon since bag phones and uh one thing I've never, I've ne i know i'm dating myself um but i've never had a problem with verizon when i'm out on the road never uh always the most reliable service i could find everywhere so that's good to know yeah that's huge i mean you've been pretty much everywhere haven't you in the truck i mean you would know if verizon was an issue right yes yeah, so i've been to all 48 states and i have not i mean you get some issues here and there but um generally i haven't uh, ran into a place yet where i don't get verizon yeah, back in my dispatching days, I remember the Omnitrax units, when they went up to North Dakota, they basically just stopped reporting until the driver came out of North Dakota. <laughs> and you just had to kind of guess and hope that they were doing what they were supposed to be doing because the signal up there can be quite terrible. Well, for well, last year, I went to Tennessee, and so I have XMS, uh, XM Sirius on my phone. And so I took my motorcycle trip, my annual motorcycle trip, and I listened to that, and I played over my uh stereo on my motorcycle and never lost signal once from fort dodge down through tennessee all through tennessee and all the way back so uh it is pretty reliable that is very reliable did you do the dragon did you go out to east tennessee or did you stay no we, Where'd sta you go? we stayed in the nashville area we went down and drank some jack okay. daniels and did that and i uh, went to niagara falls the year before that so I've, I've got a few miles on the bike i was supposed to be but thanks to covid i was supposed to be go to calgary and glacier this year but uh that's not gonna happen so yep no unfortunately not but oh calgary on a, on a motorcycle would be beautiful mm -hmm. oh, i'm jealous <laughs> hopefully next year um right so what will the major or not sorry uh what kind of hurdles do you expect that uh in this transitioning period i 
You know, Darren, I, everyone keeps asking me, like, well, what what's the biggest obstacle going to be? And I think really there's not going to be that many obstacles besides just the fear of a different logging device, basically. When I hand the tablet to people, even when I handed it to Dave and the orientation training group um, last week, they, they were all a little timid at first, but once they got in their hands and they started, you know, pressing the buttons, they were very comfortable within a, a short time frame. So I don't think there's going to be massive hurdles. I think more is just understanding how the new platform works, knowing that you now have this device that you can use to take photos of your cargo. If you're not quite sure if it's secured, you can take it out of your truck. You know, you can do your, if there's, I am not a maintenance person, but if there's something wrong with your trailer and you need to take a picture of it and send it into maintenance, you can do that now. It's more just being more tech forward, I think. And that can be scary to people. Um, I know it's scary to me sometimes, you know, if you're not quite sure about it. But I think just the newness of it is going to be the biggest hurdle. But once people spend some time with it, and I say, say five, ten minutes, they're going to have some good questions, but there's not going to be any real challenges with it. Okay. So have we got a training program yet set up for uh, drivers or even the office and staff? Because it's probably going to look a little different. It is going to look a little different. That is that is correct. If it doesn't look different, I didn't do my job right. Um, so safety in the shop have already completed some training. Um, the orientation, ops group, and like the sysadmin guys are going to have some training the rest of this week and early next week. The drivers, I believe, should be having infinity training. And then when they're doing their install, we're going to have them come and talk to safety to make sure that if they have any like questions or they're not sure about something, that safety has that moment with them to make sure that their questions are answered. And it will be um, the driver resource managers in Missoula and in Bessemer that will help with that okay. for those terminals. Yeah. Well, I know we've had some drivers testing the program because um, we were testing a couple of different varieties out there. We didn't know what was the best. Um, what did the right. drivers have to say about it? The drivers absolutely loved it. They said that it was so easy to use. It, the map sets, because we're using ALK for the maps, for the navigation now. Okay. Um, they said the map sets were great. It gives them that predictive traffic and weather, so they were able to plan their trips a little more efficiently. Um they weren't using the OmniNav anymore, and OmniNav, I know, had some serious issues. So they just said, overall, it was an easy use, but we did have them run both, the OmniTrax unit and their test ELD device, and I think the biggest complaint was having two units in their trucks, which I totally understand. Okay. Well, I'm computer stupid, and uh, producer Katie. Oh, Darren. Uh, no, no, trust me, I am. Uh, but what is, uh, what is ALK? When you said when you said your map setting to ALK, what is that? ALK is the I would say the premier truck route map program. Um, it's from the Trimble companies, which is the TMW platform that we used to be on for our dispatch software. But their map sets are probably the industry standard and industry leader. Um, so they get updates every month with, you know, road closures, bridge closures, those sorts of things. In addition to they like feed into Google. So they'll know like, oh, in four hours, you're going to hit traffic. The interstate shut down. You're going to get a slowdown because interstates are always shut down, right? There's always some crazy something or other and you have to go to this crazy detour. So it will let you know if that's happening and how far out you are. And then it will tell you what your ETA is to your stop. Wow. So you can kind of adjust. Yeah, I think that's. 
that's going to be the biggest advantage because I know I, I, a lot of drivers have complained about uh, what we use currently. Um, we've had a lot of issues with it. Um, I know my wife plays Navigator when she's in the car with me, and she's very good at that. And she goes, oh, we got traffic coming up, and, we, you know, she can lead me out of anything. So uh, I can't figure out how to use the system, but she does very well on it. <laughs> so um, this is going to be a lot better, especially traffic <laughs> updates and road closures. That's going to be a major improvement for us. Yes. Well, and weather too, especially in the winter, you know, winter weather can really play into your day. And if you, if there's a road close or there's a high wind warning, you can adjust your day much better if you know it's coming up. And so just kind of driving into it. Um, I actually drove from Iowa to Virginia recently and I was using the Google maps and they were able to tell you in real time, you know, Oh, there's a slowdown ahead. You know, do you want to go on another route? And the ALK will be very similar. I think that's just going to be so huge for our drivers just to help them navigate the day and make it easier for them to, to go down the road safely. So. Well, and the other thing, so Transflow is, this is uh, uh, coordinated a lot with Transflow. So I, I love Transflow. Um, I love the Transflow app. So our, is our Transflow app going to stay about the same as far as scanning in your paperwork, getting your loads, uh, looking at your scorecards, things of that nature? Yes. So trying to figure out the best way to describe it. So the transfer app that you know with the Decker labels and the driver scorecard and, you know, the message from Don on it, that's also going to be there for you. And then in the tablet is going to be kind of like the transfer light version. So the two are really hand in glove when it comes to your driver experience. Cause the driver app will still work on your cell phone the tablet for the ELD will be very similar, but the tablet also has a camera on the back so you can scan your documents with your tablet or with your phone. Okay. Cause I love so that. Have that same. Absolutely love that scanning oh, yeah. feature for, for scanning in my trips. That's what I use. Um, I don't know why guys still use that. Uh, the old fashioned Omnitrax scanner thing when you can just do it on the phone. It's, it shows you exactly what you're scanning. So you know what you're doing. Plus it sends you an email saying, yep, yep. We sent it. So you have that instant verification. So it's awesome. Yeah. Now Darren, tell me this. So I, I'm playing with the new tablet all the time. And does it actually like tell you when you're scanning your document that there's a document in the, its range or do you have to like just take the picture and then put the corners on it with the transfer app? Um, you take the picture um, and then it says, uh, if it's not a very good picture, it'll tell you, yeah, this isn't very good. Do you want to retake? Um, so you can op- you can look at it and decide if you want to retake it or not. Um, and then, yeah, of course, you put your borders. Normally, most of the time, it automatically will do the borders, um, you know, okay. the, for the size wise. Um, and then once you, if you say to send it, I mean, it just automatically just saves it in there until you get all your pictures. And then it asks you, uh, okay, and then it'll ask for your trip number and your truck number and then and then send it off. And then right away, it instantly sends you a confirmation number. And then if you go to your email okay. within 30 seconds, it's in your email. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, so the tablet's very similar. Like you have your piece of paper, your document, it will say, oh, I see the document, and then it'll auto take that picture for you once it's got the good, a good view of what everything is. So I think that might be a small enhancement as well there, which I think, again, right? Makes it simpler and easier for everybody. So yeah, the only thing I've ever had problems with it, uh, actually, and it's probably about 75% of the time, some reason fuel receipts. Um, it doesn't get, even though that the picture shows it's a pretty good picture. I've never had fueling complain about it, but it'll always want to retake it for some reason, because it says it's not a good enough. I don't know if it's the style of paper or what it is. Yeah. 
I bet it's a style of paper. Yeah. I think they have trouble with that smaller paper and it's cause it's round, you know, cause the paper tape, is that what it's called? Yep. That comes out of the pump. Yeah. It's always, I'm making hand gestures. Like you can see, it's always, <laughs> you know, it's like a small little piece of paper and sometimes the ink isn't very good. I can see why I would have issues with that. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to update us on this new system? Anything else you can think of? Uh, I think I've about covered everything I could think of. Is there anything you want to add? Yeah. Well, I just want you to know we're going to start installing next week, which is July 27th. We're going to do some local drivers in Fort Dodge just to make sure there's no questions that are out there that we haven't accounted for yet. Because I always think, you know, the best plan is to prepare for the worst. Um, So that way we can kind of make sure... If there is questions and there's issues that we can really answer them and we have quick answers for those drivers, um, because the last thing I want to do is hand these to the -the over-the-road fleet and then they're 300 miles down the road and they have a question, right? That's Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. not okay in my world. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, Especially because it would be so hard for them to come back. So we're going to start testing um, with the cargo fleet and the flatbed short haul fleet in Fort Dodge, and then we'll start rolling it out to the over the road trucks in early August. Okay. So it's coming soon to a truck near you. Do we have a date where yeah. we hope to have it fully implemented into the company? My goal is to have this project completed by the end of the year. Okay. So we've got a couple months to get it done, but I think it's very doable. I, I think a lot of drivers are really tired of those Omni units. And I'm really ready for a change. So I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue. Okay. Well, now that you're, since you're the uh, IT guru, uh, anything else you can see coming down the pike that we kind of want to pre-announce anything, you know, kind of give drivers a little heads up? A little heads up? Um, Well, we're going to add some scale functionality to the tablets. So it's called pre-pass motion. So it will be a pop-up on the tablet when you're getting close to a scale and letting you know if you need to be pulled in or not. Okay. Um, that's coming to the tablet. Yeah. Um, we're going to work on the geofencing, and it's called driver cycle of service, driver workflow. Um, so we're going to get that um, set up. So, again, swipe right and swipe left, making it easier and easier um, as we do the rollout. And then there might be in the near future some electronic BOLs coming soon to you. Um, I don't know if you know anything about that. I know just a little bit. Um, so COVID, right. Um, a lot of customers are nervous with paperwork or handing paperwork to people. So it's more of an electronic signature from the customer or receiver. Then they, re- they receive the freight. Um, and then it will take that instead of a B- like a paper BOL. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of that becoming the new norm. A lot of paperless. I mean, and, and it, paperless is going to be great. I, I, I've been saying for years we've been trying to transition to even our orientation. Let's get paperless. Um, it's just a lot of needed right. wa- unneeded waste that we don't need out there. Well, and I think in today's world, I mean, more people know how to type something out than they do know how to, you know, handwrite it out. Why not just take that handwriting completely out of the equation and do everything on, on the computer? Because the computer knows, right? They know what your customer is. They know where you're supposed to be going and what that BOL number should be. If everything's pre-filled out and you just confirm for you, it should make your life much easier. Yeah. It will also make billing our customers much easier. Good. I'll have to chase paperwork down. Get our money quicker. Amen, right? <laughs> well, and pay the drivers quicker, too. And pay the drivers quicker, exactly. So, I'll always well, pay the drivers quicker. 
one thing that I did hear about is maybe the scorecard is going to change a little bit. Can is that? Uh... Oh, I forgot about the scorecard, Darren. You weren't supposed to say anything. Oh, sorry. Um, no, we're going to. So Transflow is just rolling out. They're in beta right now. Um, a di- an enhanced driver scorecard. Um, you see the scorecards. I love the scorecards. I think the scorecards are great. I, do I think how we deliver the scorecards is a little dated. I agree. Um, okay. All right. So we're going to work with our current metrics. Um, what do we have? Seven. So we're going to use those KPIs and kind of start vetting how Transfer uses their scorecard. And then we'll probably do a, a big rollout, um, next year with the driver scorecard. So we'll, cause I want to do that, you know, year end. Okay. And that way everyone will also be on the new platform, but it should be able to tell you in real time, like how you're doing, like, like gauges, like on your app, it will say, "Oh, your your idle is this, and your fuel compliance is this, and your current miles are this." And if you did two more loads at this rate, you would get you know your full points on your mile mile goal. Um, so it'll be more real time information, and you'll be able to tell how you're doing for the month before the end of the month, which I always think is kind of difficult. Well, and and it's hard to for you know one of the I deal a lot with the scorecard with the drivers and and I absolutely love the program, um, but I think like you said, real time would be so much better because um, the driver can see it as he's going, so he can't you know he doesn't all of a sudden at the end of the month well I didn't have this late delivery or I didn't have this and that well you can see it and catch it earlier to get it fixed, which should make it easier for everybody in the office dispatchers whoever. Yes. And I agree. And imagine if you're on day 10 of a month and you, you, you know, I'm your driver manager, Darren. I'm like, Hey man, like you're not trending the right way for this month. And I know you really want that extra bonus and that extra incentive. Like let's, let's work together to get it up. You know, it's, it's a better communication point instead of just waiting till the end of the month and being like, Oh, well that's your scorecard. I think it's going to be huge to be able to see it in real time and be able to coach both ways, right? The driver can say, you know, dear driver manager, I need some help on my miles or driver manager can be like, Hey, you know, we need to stop idling so much. Use your APU. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, I agree. And I you know, we, I use the scorecard a lot because, uh, I, I kind of handle the least purchase, uh, between me and Jason. And you know, the biggest indicator that we use the telltale for whether we're going to allow so, cause we don't allow everybody to go into the least purchase. Um, and that is our biggest telltale of whether we feel you can make it as a, uh, quote unquote, lease purchase owner operator. Um, cause if you're not getting good scorecards, we're sorry, we've already proved it. It doesn't translate into be a good owner operator, lease purchase guy. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, if you're a lease purchase driver, you need to run that truck like a business. And the best precursor for that is how well you do on your scorecard. Cause that's treating your workday like a business, right? I mean, if you do well on your scorecard, you will probably do well in the lease purchase program. Exactly. It's just a strong indicator. Yeah. Uh, it's proven itself. I can show you the numbers of what we, who we have in it. And I'm going to talk more on that later. So we'll get onto that subject another time, but, um, is just finalize anything else you want to add. And then, uh, um, we'll go from there. Um, I'm just trying to think, I, I think we've really kind of touched all the points. Um, every office staff member is going to be trained on it and, or they will have a subject matter expert in like their like group. Okay. Um, there's been training 
training internally is going to happen the next couple of weeks kind of consistently. The driver should have the infinity training. And then when we get them transitioned over from their Omni unit to their geotab unit, there should be some additional, like just kind of making sure they understand everything that's going to change and we'll give them their login credentials at that time. So no, not really. I'm just super excited. I think it's going to be huge for the drivers. I hope everyone really, really likes it. And of course, if there's any feedback, I would love to hear it um, or any ideas on how to improve it because that's the one beautiful thing about working with Transflow is they're very driver-centric. They want that feedback to help make the products better moving forward. So, and I'm excited feedback is too. always welcome. Um, I think. Are you? Oh, yeah, I, I am because I think, Yay. well, this, this anything that can help the driver make it easier for them, um, drive, more driver-friendly, um, hopefully improve their performance so they make more money, um, makes their family life better. Uh, you know, the more money you bring home, the happier your wife is. Um, that's how generally how it works. So um, less stress they have on the road, so the happier the driver is. Uh, you know, we're, we want to make the drivers happy, and this, this should help quite a bit. It should help. Yes, exactly. That's the whole point is just to make, make the driver's already crazy life a little less crazy and a little simpler because – they truly are the heroes in my, in my opinion. And thank God for the drivers out there. Cause I don't know where we would all be without them. So. Unemployed. Hopefully this helps. Yeah. We would all be unemployed. <laughs> unemployed and empty. Uh, shelves. <laughs> yes. We'd all be starving. That's for sure. All right. Well, thank you, Tiff. And uh, we will talk again later. Maybe uh, we can get together when this new scorecard uh, rolls out in the future and we can talk about that. I would love to. Thanks for talking, Darren. All right. Thanks, Tiff. Talk to you later. Thanks, Tiff, and I want to introduce a new segment to the podcast, Words of Wisdom from the Office Staff. This week's guest is Anna from the Recruiting Department. Anna has trucking vocabulary for beginners. So Anna's message is... Hello, hello. Today's trucking vocabulary for beginners word or words is slip seat. Slip seat. When I first started in the trucking industry, I had no idea what slip seat meant. I just hopped on the phone, confident that I could answer any question that came my way. And of course, right into my first day, I get a curmudgeon driver. You guys have slip seat in your trucks? And I had no idea what he meant. Of course, no one around to help me. Like, what's it? What is slip seat, you guys? Uh, I said, no, no slip seat. Silly question. Our seats are bolted into those trucks. They are safe and sound, aren't slipping anywhere. Next question. And there was silence. And I thought, oh, I really was wrong. I can't bluff my way out of this one. And then I hear, oh, so no slip seat, huh? And I said, no, sir, no slip seat. Do you have any other questions? And we, we carried on with our conversation from there. As soon as I hung up, you can bet I turned around and said, um, you guys, what's slip seat? Anybody know what slip seat means? Well, slip seat means that one driver will slip into the seat and drive during the daylight hours and the other driver will slip into the seat and drive at night. So it's two drivers or more sharing a truck to get the job done. So there's your trucking vocabulary for beginners uh, term for the day. That would be slip seat. Stay tuned for more learning experiences. Thanks, Anna. <laughs> 
That is quite the unique take on that. I want to thank Anna and our other guest, Tiff, today. And uh, stay tuned for more. As always, thank you for listening to Inside the Triangle. Don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening on. That way you will know when the new episodes drop. And remember, submit your questions to podcast at deckermail.com and you could be featured on one of our upcoming episodes. The best way to do this is to create a voice memo on your smartphone, record your question, and email it to podcast at deckermail.com. Once again, thank you for listening. Stay driven to be the best. Thank you.